0: And doesn't need to abide by the laws, then again, we don't have a country and we don't have laws. The laws are not being enforced in our laws, they're suggestions. What happens folks when there are no parameters, no fences, no borders, and no standards? The law of entropy takes over. exceptional Work on your game. I like the approach. Work on your fucking game. Everybody has it relates to what Dre's saying in a different way. Work on your game. I like the way he thinks. fabulous way I can't say it enough work on your game the reason most people don't reach their goals in life is not because they never ask themselves what they want most of you do that it's not because they're not willing to do the work most of you do a whole lot of that it's because they never ask themselves the third key question which is who do I need to be I wrote a book called the mirror of motivation that is all about asking and answering that question of and for yourself. That's why it's called the Mirror of Motivation. In that book, you're going to learn who you need to be as a person so that you can go get into that right energy, then do what you need to do, and then you'll be able to reach your goals and have what you want to have. And that sounds like the missing link in your process. And let me give you a hint it is the missing link in your process. I'll give you a free copy of the Mirror of Motivation. All you have to do is cover the shipping and just go to mirrorofmotivation.com. Again, mirrorofmotivation.com. I will give you a free copy of that book so you can ask yourself the key question that you have never asked yourself, that most people never ask themselves, that will make all the difference in your success. Mirrorofmotivation.com. You are now tuned into the show where you learn the discipline to show up day after day to do the work, the confidence to put yourself out there boldly and authentically, and the mental toughness to continue showing up, doing the work, putting yourself out there even when the success you've expected to achieve has yet to be achieved. And on top of all this, you get a huge dose of personal initiative. Which is the go-getter energy that moves any one of us, including yourself, to go and make things happen instead of waiting for things to happen. And then we put all this together into a series of frameworks, approaches, insights, strategies, and techniques all underneath the umbrella of one unifying philosophy that is called work on your game. My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day, and welcome to the show. And today's topic is we're gonna talk immigration, American immigration specifically. But before we do, let me remind everybody I send out a text message every day guaranteed to have you focused, sharp, and on point to start your day. I called daily motivation. Someone out every week also called the Weekly Motivation, Monday Motivation every week. You can get both of those texts by being a member of my text community. My number is 305-384-6894. Also, work on your game, University. That's the only place that I do any type of coaching. If you would like to work with me directly, you listen to the things that I talk about here on this show. If you are having any challenges, especially when it comes to areas of mindset, when it comes to having a plan of action, also known as a strategy. Having a system, meaning being able to do the same things the same way every time and know what kind of consistent inputs and outcomes you can expect and that you deliver. And also, when it comes to just straight up accountability, making sure things that are supposed to get done are being done and there being some accountability in place for if and when things are not being executed on the way that they're supposed to, go to work on your game university. Our four part framework focuses on those areas and all the sub areas beneath each one for your personal and your business life. So, if you have any leaks in those areas, Go to WorkOnYourGameUniversity.com. Schedule a time to get on the call with us. We'll talk about where you're at, where you want to go. And if we feel like we can help you, and you be a good fit. We'll tell you how it works and we'll go from there. That link, again, is down below in the description. WorkOnYourGameUniversity.com. That out of the way, let's get into today's topic, which is American immigration. Now, I guess I'm on a roll weight with these last few episodes because this is another topic which I have not talked about hardly at all. But I am going to address here today because this is something So the last couple of days we talked about gun control. Then we talked about yesterday, we were talking about criminal justice reform. And today we're going to talk about immigration. So I think every social topic that I could possibly discuss will have been covered by the time I finish this episode. So if you didn't know, or if you do know, I am unafraid to speak about any social issue. And again, I've talked about many of these issues, especially when they were you no know, hot button topics. This one is not I guess there's always a hot button topic, immigration, depending on where and how you live. It's not necessarily hot button in myopic world right now, but this is something that people get very excited and animated to talk about. Again, depending on how you live and where you live and how it's affecting you or not affecting you. But I talk about every topic and will share my opinion, especially on topics where people are divided in terms of opinion. And these are the type of topics that many people I know, will actively avoid because they don't want to offend anybody with their beans. So I happen to not have that problem. I'll tell you what I think, but I'm also going to back it up with some reasons, some logic, and some information. And I'm going to talk about it from the angles through which I see it. It doesn't mean I'm going to cover, when I talk about these topics, doesn't mean I'm covering every possible angle and every possible thing you could say about these subjects. That will require a book, not a masterclass episode, but I will go as far as I want to go just to make sure that I've touched on the topic and said the parts that I wanted to say on these subjects. So make sure everyone understands that this, everything I'm saying here is not a all inclusive coverage. It's not an all inclusive coverage of what the subject is about. because There's a lot of different directions we could go with this. And a, a lot of things that we could say that again, what if I was recording in on audio, it might be seven or eight hours, not just no 20 or 30 minutes. Point number one topic, once again, is where are talking American immigration. Number one, a home that has no walls is not actually a home. Like Imagine your house that you live in had no walls. And when you're sitting in your living room, anybody who's walking by your house or driving by can just look and see everything that you got going on in your living room. They can see what you're watching on TV. They can see what you're wearing. They can see through the living room into the kitchen. They can see in through the kitchen to the bathroom. They can see into the bedrooms when you're sleeping. There are just no walls. There were no walls whatsoever. So if it's windy you can feel the wind. If it's raining, you get rained on. If it's hot, the sun is beating down on you. If it's cold, you're cold. Right. Imagine a home with no walls. If it doesn't have any walls, it's not really a home. You're just in a place. You're just in a space, but there's no home because there are no walls blocking you in and blocking the rest of the world out. There's no border. All right, The walls are the border of where your house actually begins and where your house ends. I'm not talking property. I'm talking the house itself. A country, on the other hand, that does not have borders is not a country. And every country technically has borders, like on paper, every country has borders, but any country that has a border that they are not defending and enforcing the rules of that border is not really a country. See, the country ends when there are no borders because nobody's defending the parameters. So when there is a border and a border is being defended, then we can say, somebody can say, okay, our country ends right here. And if you step across this line, you're no longer in our country, you're in this country, whatever that other country happens to be. A new country begins when you cross this line. Same thing applies to like streets and neighborhoods and states. When you cross this street, you are no longer in this state, you're now in this state. Right, you crossed a state line or a country line, which is also called a border. But these lines need to exist so everyone knows where one thing ends and where another thing begins. That is literally what defines the space. So again, this includes your property homes home. So when a country like the United States announces that it will open up its borders, was what the United States is actively doing right now, as of this recording. And now anyone who wants to come in, just to come in. What we created is the problem of no longer having a clearly defined country. And I'm saying nothing of who's coming in. We'll get to that. But if you don't define your borders and enforce that definition of borders, then there—that means there are no borders. Because remember, a rule that is not enforced is also known as a suggestion. So, if your border is not being enforced, then you don't really have a border. And now, where's the country? All right, where does it end? Where does it begin? Where's the stop? Where's the start? We don't know because nobody's defining the parameters. For anything to exist, there need to be clear parameters. This is how we know what the thing is. Everyone understand? Like my son is 15 months old. Maybe by the time you hear this, it'll be 16, maybe 17 months old. He knows what an, if I pick up an apple, because I eat apples every day. And he knows what an apple looks like, an actual apple, like the one that you eat. But if I was to draw a picture of an apple or he sees a picture of an apple, a two dimensional image on a page, he knows that it's an apple. Now, how does he know that it's an apple, even though it's not the same as the one that you eat? He knows that it's an apple because an apple has a certain shape. There's a certain definition to an apple that if I was to draw a picture of an apple and show it to you, listener. Everybody would be able to point out, I said, what is this a picture of? They would say, well, it looks like an apple, right? And even my son, who can't even really use words that well, he knows an apple when he sees it. Why? Because of the borders, the parameters of the object makes it clear what it is. If I was to draw a picture of a ball, like a basketball or a soccer ball, he sees it, he can tell that it's a ball. There are certain objects that he can easily recognize. Why? Because the border, the parameters of it, let you know what the thing is. And a person doesn't have to be some type of intellectual genius to understand this. Again, a kid who hasn't even developed intellect yet can understand this. It's the same thing with us adults. If We have the United States because there are certain lines. All right, the border is here. It ends here. It starts here. If I was to take every state in the United States and have them as a puzzle piece and just show you the shape of the state and say, what state is this? What state is this? What state is this? Most of you could probably pick out maybe roughly half of the states in America. You might not get all of them right. But most of us can pick out probably about half of them with a uh, pretty good accuracy. Why? Because we know what the borders and the lines of those states look like. But if we take the lines away, can you point out the states? Of course not. There are none. There are none. If you take the lines away, no, the borders go away, the states go away. So when we open up our borders and allow anyone to come in, we create the problem of no longer having a clearly defined country. And there are many other problems that come with this. So again, we're just going to start with this one. When you don't have borders, i.e. parameters, or you do and you don't enforce them, then you cease to be a country. You're simply an open space that is freely entered or exited by anyone. That's what happens when you don't have clear borders. And those clear borders matter because those borders represent rules, they represent parameters, they represent standards. I remember when I was maybe 14 years old, and I don't know how everyone listened to this was raised, but the community that I come from, if you were a child and you wanted to go outside, you want to leave the house, not come in the house, but leave the house, you had to get permission to go outside. You had to get permission or you had to let somebody know before you left the house. So I remember one time we were at our local rec center and we were playing basketball on the inside and one of our peers, this guy named Phil, he came, he was in the gym playing with us. We were all around the same age. We all knew each other. We're playing in the gym. Then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, while we're in the gym playing, some woman come storming into the gym. And you could tell that she's very angry. It was Phil's mom and Phil's mom. And we all stopped to see what she wanted to see what she was going to say. And she's like yelling at her son, Phil, and cussing him out and saying, Hey, who the hell do you think you are to be leaving my house without saying anything to me? That's what she said. Not coming in my house without saying anything, leaving my house without saying anything. In other words, she was communicating <laughs> without saying yeah. so many words. You ain't allowed to leave my house without letting me know or getting permission from me. And apparently Phil had done that. He had left without saying anything and she came to get him and she made him get his stuff and leave with her and had to go back home. That was, I guess, his punishment. Who knows what happened after that? But the whole point being, his mom was establishing that there are clear parameters here. This is my house and for you to leave or come in, you need my okay. And that's what she was letting him know. And that he had violated that. Clearly, he must have known he had violated because that's why she was so mad that he had done it. Maybe she had already been through this with him in the past. And how this relates to America is how many of you have ever traveled internationally? Whether you're an American who left and came back, you're an American who left and didn't come back, or you're not from America. You don't live in America right now, but you have come here and then you went back to your place, wherever you live. Many of us have traveled internationally. All right? What do you need to travel into or out of the United States? Everyone knows the answer. You need a passport or you need a visa. You need some type of official documentation that says you have permission to visit us. You can visit for this long and by this point, you got to get out of here. You got to leave. You need official documentation, some type of documentation, whether it's a passport, visa, something like that. You have to go through customs when you arrive here. Going through customs is basically declaring who you are, where you're coming from, why are you here, what are you bringing with you, even if you live in America, you got to go through customs. They still want to know, who are you? Where did you go? Why did you go? How long were you there? What are you bringing back that's from there, that's not from here? We want to know everything you're bringing with you. And you no, know, you just got to fill out some documentation. So they have a clear documentation of who's leaving and who's coming. Even if you already live here, you still got to declare yourself. Is this true or not? And if traveled you travel internationally, you have to declare yourself. All right, same way to my peer. Back in the day, Phil, <laughs> he violated the rule of not declaring himself when he left the country and he got penalized. All right? The same thing would happened in America. You try to fly internationally, you forget your passport. They ain't letting you on a plane. All right? This is how it goes. So you need this official documentation. You got to fill out all kinds of forms. Any of you ever traveled internationally when you're on the plane is close to landing? Usually the people on the plane. Will, well, back in the days, what they would do is they would hand out pen and pencil and paper. And give you a paperwork that you had to fill out for the custom forms. Nowadays, they may have digital versions of it, but they still do it. They still will let you do it by hand if you want to, but you got to fill out things to declare yourself. That's the whole point. There are rules and laws that regulate when and if you can leave and when and if you can come in. You have certain things on your record as far as uh, your criminal past. Then the country, the United States, won't let you travel internationally. You just can't leave. Now uh, You are stuck here and you cannot leave. I was on social media just the other day on Twitter slash X. And there was a guy talking about how he's traveled to like all these places in the United States to see the whole country. And the only reason he only travels in the United States doesn't travel internationally because he has a felony on his record. He's not allowed to travel internationally. And I, I was asking him what his felony was. I'm not sure he answered the question or not. But I'm bringing that up to say that the United States will even lock you in. All right, you can't leave. <laughs> you got to stay here. If you have certain things that are on your record, and I don't know exactly what the reason for that is, I would ostensibly guess maybe it's them trying to protect other countries from letting someone with a record like yours into their space. I don't know what the rule is, but I don't know why the rule is, but I know what the rule is. Big picture here. Rules and laws regulate entering and leaving. So why? And that applies to all of us, right? Those of you who hold passports, those of you who have traveled internationally know what I mean here. Why do those rules and laws apply to you and I, but someone else can simply walk across the border at other points and it's completely accepted. We know that this is happening at our southern border. We know that there are people coming into our country and they are not necessarily Mexicans, even though they're coming from Mexico. There are people just walking into our country through the southern border and they are not being stopped. They are not being sent back. They are being allowed to come in here. We know that this is happening. This is one of the reasons why Donald Trump, in his 2016 campaign, he campaigned on the fact that he was going to build the wall. And the concept of building the wall was more directional than he was meaning it literally. He did literally mean build the wall at some points, but he also was meaning it more directionally in that he was communicating to, he was giving the image in the mind of the voters that I'm going to make sure that our borders get enforced and we are not going to just allow people to walk into our country. Illegally, and come through our country without going through the proper protocols. And that was something that there were many Americans who completely agreed with that. And We're going to get to why they agree in a moment. Attention, all health enthusiasts. Let me tell you how to stay hydrated and healthy when you drink water. Are you tired of constantly worrying about the quality of the water you consume? We all know how important it is to stay hydrated and quench our thirst with clean, refreshing water. But we're risking our health with every gulp by drinking contaminated tap water. So, introducing AquaTrue, the ultimate solution to your hydration woes. Unlike ordinary water filters that leave traces of impurities behind, AquaTrue guarantees your peace of mind. With its advanced four-stage reverse osmosis technology, this revolutionary water filter is designed to remove up to 99% of harmful contaminants, such as lead, chlorine, pesticides, and even pharmaceuticals, believe that. Before you dismiss AquaTrue as too good to be true, let's address one thing. Some users have noticed that the filter replacement process can be a bit time consuming. However, this minor inconvenience is more than outweighed by the top-notch performance and unmatched purity that AquaTrue produces. Now, why does AquaTrue stand out from the crowd? While other water filters struggle to effectively eliminate impurities, AquaTrue does it in literally seconds. I got them. I know. I have it right here in my office. Its powerful filtration system ensures that you and your loved ones can enjoy crystal-clear water that not only tastes great, but also promotes optimal health. But wait, there's more. AquaTrue separates itself from the competition with its sleek and compact design. It actually looks great on your kitchen countertop. No more bulky water filter pitchers taking up precious refrigerator space. AquaTrue fits seamlessly on your countertop, providing you with an unlimited supply of pure, refreshing water, literally at the touch of a button. So no more worrying about hidden contaminants that may lurk in your water, because with AquaTrue, you can sip and savor each glorious glass of water, knowing that your health is no longer at risk. So you stay hydrated, stay healthy and say goodbye to those mediocre filtration systems. So health focused individuals don't settle for less when you can have the best experience. The AquaTrue difference today and gift yourself the purest, cleanest water imaginable. Go to workwhenyourgame.com slash AT, that stands for Aqua True, and get $100 off any Aqua True filter. Again, that's WorkwhenYourGame.com slash AT, and get $100 off any Aqua True filter. Do not miss out on this opportunity to revolutionize your hydration game. Your body will thank you. Point number two. Today's topic, once again, is we're talking American immigration. Number two. If someone is residing in this country illegally, meaning they have come here and are and or are living here outside of the legal bounds. That means that person is an illegal alien. That's the phrase that we use to describe someone who is not from here. Alien, meaning you are not from this space, but you are in this space and you are here illegally against the law. That makes you an illegal alien. That's the term that we used to use back in the I would say maybe back in the 90s and going into the early 2000s. We use that term, right? Illegal alien. And that's what they had been called, and that's what they should be called. Now, some people have tried to phase out this term and because they say it creates a certain stigma on people by calling them an illegal alien. Well, my response to that is this. That's what the hell is supposed to do. It's supposed to create a stigma. Uh, That's the reason that the phrase exists. It's supposed to create a stigma. That's the very point of the term. This very point of stigmas is to put it on a person and to the point that it makes them uh, stick out like a sore thumb, maybe even feel a little bit Embarrassed or uncomfortable. And the whole point is to deter them from being the thing that would get them the stigma in the first place. That's the point of a stigma. So if anyone can just come here and doesn't need to abide by the laws, then again, we don't have a country and we don't have laws. The laws are not being enforced in our laws. They're suggestions. What happens, folks, when there are no parameters, no fences, no borders, and no standards? The law of entropy takes over. You've heard me talk about this many times. And you get higher and higher levels of disorder when there are are no standards being enforced. So any of you who hasn't heard me talk about the law of entropy, I may do a whole episode just on that subject alone, but I've talked about it so many times that maybe I don't need to, but maybe I will. The law of entropy states that any object or entity left to its own devices eventually descends and it's constantly, eventually and constantly is descending into higher and higher levels of chaos and disorder. This is a constant that's always happening. So think about something like your teeth. All right, many of you brush your teeth, at least once a day, hopefully twice a day, and you floss and you do all this stuff to take care of your teeth. Why? Because at every moment that you're not brushing your teeth, your teeth are moving into higher and higher levels of chaos and disorder. Why? Because every time you drink or eat something, some of whatever you drink or eat or ate is getting stuck on your teeth or between your teeth or breaking down the enamel on your teeth or breaking down your gums and leading to higher and higher levels of disorder when it comes to your gums and your teeth health. And this is why we brush our teeth and we use mouthwash and we floss and we do all this stuff to make sure we take care of our teeth because every single time something passes through our mouths, we are entering higher levels of disorder. But what's going on in there? Right. And it also happens with our minds. Our minds are getting to higher levels of disorder. This is the reason why we do mindfulness exercises and yoga and meditation to get our minds back into a calmer state of less chaos and less disorders. This is the reason why we sleep to manage the disorder and chaos that is constantly barraging us at all times, for lack of a better term. The law of entropy is taking over when we are not enforcing parameters, borders, fences, and standards. And that means when entropy takes over, what happens? We get more chaos. That's what happens. Our country will go into a higher level of chaos, the less we defend our borders and the more people take advantage of that lack of defense. So anybody who's thinking or saying that putting a label on someone puts a stigma on that person and that's the reason why to stop using the label, that's a backwards argument. Again, the whole point of a stigma is to put a label on a person. That's the reason. So we agree. That's what we want to do. But that doesn't mean we should stop doing it. It means we should keep doing it because it it is hopefully a deterrent from that person doing that thing. That's the purpose of a stigma is to shame a person or embarrass them or hopefully deter so, so they never get the stigma. From wanting to have it on them in the first place. And it keeps people from doing the thing that will lead to that stigma. And that's the reason why illegal alien is an accurate term. And it's a term that people should still use. Someone here is here illegally. They're an illegal alien. That's just what it is. I remember I knew a girl who lived here, this is many years ago, as I lived in Miami. She was from Canada. And she had come to the United States on some type of visa. I believe it had been like a temporary visa or a visitor visa or something like that. And her visa had expired, but she never left. And at the same time, no one from the United States, I don't know, border security, whoever the the entity is that's in charge of this stuff, they never came looking for this woman. But she continued to live in the United States. She lived in the United States for years, years. She lived in the USA and her visa had completely expired. And she was a neighbor of mine at one time. And at some point, I guess she had been here so long and she had gotten so comfortable, I guess she forgot that she had never renewed her visa or her paperwork or whatever. So she decided to go visit her family in Canada. She goes to visit her family in Canada. And when she attempts to come back to the United States, the people at the border looked at her paperwork and her documents and said, hey, you had paperwork to visit here a certain number of years ago you're only supposed to stay here for like six months. You ended up staying for like six, seven years. You never renewed it. You were in complete violation. So as a penalty, they didn't arrest her. But what they told her is you are banned from entering the United States for five years. you got a five-year ban from entering the USA. You cannot get on this plane. You cannot come here. All her stuff was in Miami. <laughs> her roommate had to package up all her stuff and mail it to her in Canada because she was banned from coming back to the United States. And this is a you can imagine this was a, a clusterfuck for her and quite a surprise for her, I guess. And she didn't remember that she didn't do her paperwork. But anyway, that was the situation. She got banned from the USA. The last I checked on her, she had not come back. But I got to check. Now that I'm talking about it, maybe when I'm done recording, I'll check and see where she's at, if she came back to the United States or not. The whole point is, that's one way that things can get enforced if they're being enforced. But to let people just come in, even without the paperwork, at least this moment, she came in with the proper paperwork at first. She's just violated. And when she tried to come back, they caught her and they penalized her. But the whole point is we need to be having rules and rules need to be enforced and need to be enforced consistently. Otherwise, uh, we don't have rules. You know, those days in your life when you don't really feel like being at work, you don't really feel like doing the job that you're required to do, but you have to do it anyway. Yeah, those days we call those days the third day. Everyone has them, no matter what it is that you do. And you need to, if you're going to be a professional, have a system for getting through those days because they're going to happen. I wrote a book called the third day the decision that separates the pros from the amateurs that systematically and strategically coaches you on how to get through those days so you can give your best effort when you least feel like it i will give you a free copy of the book again it's called the third day all you have to do is cover the shipping and go to thirddaybook.com again that's thirddaybook.com get a free copy of that book how to separate yourself the pro from the amateurs by showing up and giving your best effort when you least feel like it. Just go to thirddaybook.com. Point number three. Today's topic, once again, we're talking American immigration. It's interesting that many minorities are the ones who most openly accept this concept of people coming into our countries illegally. Now, then again, it's not that interesting because the idea has been sold to them, us, by people who they have decided to follow or we have decided to follow who are often left-leaning politicians and tastemakers in the journalism space, TV personalities, politicians themselves, and influencers. But these people who come into our country illegally, know what they're doing? One thing that they're doing is taking away the low-level jobs from many minorities, low-level or entry-level jobs. They're taking those jobs away from many people, often who are minorities themselves, legal minorities, And they're driving down the going rate for those jobs and leaving many legal minorities who support the illegal aliens coming here, leaving them unemployed or with fewer options at lower pay rates. So this thing that many minorities have been sold that they should accept. Let's have open borders. Let's let anyone come into this country. We shouldn't deny anybody coming into this country. Hey, you were bought here as an alien, as an immigrant too, black and brown person. So. Why, who are you to deny any other person trying to come into this country? And people buy into this because it's a great emotional ploy to get people to buy into it. But what happens in the big picture is it's actually costing you. Because if you're working an entry-level job and now some illegal immigrant comes here and they'll work that same entry-level job for 25% less money than what you're getting paid or 50% less money than what you're getting paid, now you just got bumped out of your job because they'll do the same work and it's an entry-level job, which means it doesn't require any prerequisite of skill. They can just take your spot. And there's a race to the bottom, but you don't even want to win. And you're being replaced by the very person you supported coming in illegally at that. This is what is happening. This is one of the things that's happening, not the only thing. This is one of the things that's happening. Also, uh, you remember uh, President Trump said this that these countries are bringing illegal people into our country, but they're not sending their best, which he said. Is that true? In some ways, yes, it is true. That some criminals, Bad people, people who are not the most upstanding contributing members of society are coming here, either coming here or being sent here through our southern border, which we are not defending fully. And now they just come and do crime here. And they're not traceable because they're not documented in the first place. They're not here legally in the first place. So now they may end up doing crime here. And what you hear many politicians saying is at some point there may be some internal terrorism going on in the United States because we have no idea who's coming in. And they may be sending people in here to do some kind of inside, quote unquote, inside job, not really insiders, but an inside job from the inside simply because they've been able to come in here and establish themselves. And we haven't done anything to stop. Now, do we know if that's actually going to happen? We're not sure. But is the point logical directionally? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. So when it comes to these illegals taking jobs and taking opportunities from minorities, legal minorities in the United States. This is a true thing. And what I find a lot of minorities tend to get sold on this concept of, let me just make sure I do something that goes against what the people who I've been taught to go against, whatever they don't like, I'm going to be okay with that. But see, here's the problem. See, it's not the people who have resources. It's not the rich people at all, the money who are being affected by illegals coming into our countries. They are not affected by it. They are coming in and they are at the bottom of the pyramid. So guess who they're going to be competing with? The other people at the bottom of the pyramid, because as you've heard me say many times here here on the show, people who exist at the bottom of the pyramid often do not leave the bottom of the pyramid. They stay there their entire lives. So now it's just more and more competition down there. And you are welcoming your competition to come in when if we just enforced our borders, they wouldn't be allowed to come in. So the people at the bottom who now get to face increased competition. And again, this race to the bottom that you don't want to be in, let alone do you want to win. But many of those people have been hoodwinked into believing that they should support this because, again, this is what a lot of minorities get hoodwinked and emotionally tricked into believing. Anything that makes the conservatives uncomfortable or makes the rich people mad or makes the white people upset or goes against the the MAGA crowd, I'm just going to go with that. So if the MAGA crowd doesn't like illegal aliens, then I'm going to support the illegal aliens. This is a stupid framework for making decisions doesn't mean you need to agree with everything the MAGA crowd says if you happen to not be a fan. At the same time, you need to assess on a case-by-case basis what are you supporting and why. And that's your only reason for supporting something. That's a bad reason for supporting it. The only reason for supporting something is, well, it's going to cause this kind of reaction in other people. You got to be very careful using that. You should use that framework very sparingly because you may end up being tricked into agreeing with something that you shouldn't agree with or rejecting something that you should go with you are basically participating in your own demise, so you don't even realize it. All under the guise of, oh, let me make sure that the, the Republicans are mad. All right. Okay. Well, listen, what you really need to understand is that game right, between what's going on up there at that level ain't got nothing to do with you, regardless of who's in power. But again, many people have been hoodwinked into believing that oh, supporting this and not supporting that is going to do something specifically for you. I've already covered that. And I'll tell you what episode that I covered it. That was in Episode number 1634 and 1635, where I talked about the 2020 election and when the election was over, what should happen next, where I explained to people that what happens in the government is does not have that much bearing on what's going to happen to you personally. Now, maybe your local government, if you want to get involved, those are the people who you might be able to meet and shake their hand in person. But on the federal level, what's happening up there does not trickle down to you for the most part. Now, you might get excited about it because it's newsworthy because everyone talks about it, but is it actually trickling down to directly affect you for the most part? No. Regardless, again, of which party is in power, who wins the election, et cetera, et cetera. Those things are not really affecting you. What you're doing on a grassroots day-to-day level affects you a lot more. And this right here, these illegal people coming into the country and taking a job that could have been yours or doing a job that was yours for half the price of what you were doing it for, that's really affecting you. And if you want to get excited about something federally, well, look at your choices, who are you choosing and what are they supporting? That's it. Let's recap today's class, which is American immigration. Again, it's another topic which I hadn't talked about, a social issue I hadn't addressed. So we talked about guns, we talked about criminal justice. Now we talked about American immigration. Now I'm on a record. Number one, a home without walls is not a home. A country without borders is not a country. When you have no clear lines of where something stops and where something starts, then you don't have a thing. There is no thing with no line. Number two, someone is residing in this country illegally meaning they have come here and they are living outside of legal bounds. They are called an illegal alien. That's exactly what they should be called. When there are no parameters, fences, borders, and standards, the law of entropy takes over. We get higher levels of disorder and an entity descends into chaos. And is it a stigma to call someone an illegal alien? Yes, it is. And that's the point of putting a stigma on them because we don't want more of them. Number three, it's interesting that many minorities are the ones who openly accept this concept of people coming in our countries illegally. Because they've been sold this concept by left-leaning politicians who make you think, well, anything you can do that makes the other side mad, then we should go ahead and do it. Yes, that works for them. That's what they want to do. But does it help you? It's not actually helping you. This idea of trickle-down success, that if you just help this person in national politics become successful, that means it's going to trickle down to your success? No, it's not. I mean, look around. Look around. Look at who you voted for in the past. Look who's won in the past. And where did it trickle down to you? Show me. Show me tangibly where it trickled down to you. You can't because it doesn't happen. Right, that's the whole point. So this is what I talked about in episode 1634 and 1635, that many people get so caught up in what's happening in these national elections and who you're voting for and the Democrats and the Republicans. Whatever's happening up there doesn't really trickle down to you. Now, it doesn't mean you can't be engaged. It doesn't mean you can't have a dog in the race or want to see somebody win because it makes you feel good. But if you think that's going to create a tangible outcome in your life, you are wrong. It's not going to create a tangible outcome in your life. Again, doesn't mean don't vote, doesn't mean don't support who you want to support, but don't think that that person winning or losing is going to really have that much of an effect on you because it really doesn't. What really is going to affect you is what's going on in your house, not what's going on in the White House. That said, text me to you on my text community. My number is 305-384-6894. Work on your game, University. You want to get your house where it needs to be in order it needs to be to the point that it doesn't matter what happens in the White House, doesn't matter who wins, doesn't matter who loses to where you are set no matter what goes on. That's the position you really want to be in. When you get in that position go to work on your game, schedule a time to get on a free call with us we'll talk about where you're at where you want to go we see you as a fit and we believe we can help you we'll tell you how it works and we'll go from there that's at work on your game, work on your game dre all day and while you are here don't forget to text me so you can be part of my texting community where you can ask me questions you can share challenges with me you are messaging me directly you can get a direct response from me because i do read and reply to my messages my number again one more time 305-384-6894 make sure you text me because you never know when i'm going to send a message that could be the one thing you need to hear the one thing you need to do the one insight you need to get that could change your life make sure you message me 305-384-6894 people often ask me dre is there any way that i could work with you directly is there any way that i could talk to you on a regular basis just ask you questions share with you what i'm doing and just get your feedback and your insight on where I'm going personally and professionally. The answer is yes. And the further answer is there's only one place to do that. That is work on your game university. That's the only place I do any coaching. It's the only place I work with anyone directly. All you have to do to get involved in the university is go to work on your game university.com. There you'll see all your options, whether you want to schedule a call with us, join one of our group programs, and we go from there. I'll see you inside. Again, that's work on your game university.com introducing ag1 newest sponsor of work on your game the all-in-one daily supplement that takes your health and well-being to new heights now you know me as a pro athlete i'm very meticulous about what i put in my body i still perform every day as an athlete i gotta make sure i'm putting good stuff in me so ag1 has a powerful blend of 75 essential vitamins minerals and whole food sourced ingredients and it is designed to provide comprehensive support for your body and your mind so imagine having a personal army of health experts working tirelessly to optimize your well-being. That is what AG1 is. It's a synergistic combination of prebiotics, probiotics, digestive enzymes, adaptogens, and more. Which means what? It means it's a bunch of stuff all working in harmony to fuel your body with the nutrients it craves. So say goodbye to the hassle of taking multiple supplements, get rid of that medicine cabinet that you have in your kitchen right now with all those pills, and embrace the simplicity of of AG1, which is literally one scoop of this stuff with eight ounces of water in a shaker bottle that they provide, and that's all you need every day. But that's not all. There's more. When you try AG1 today, you'll receive a fantastic offer. Here it is. You're going to get a free one year supply of vitamin D, which is a vitamin nutrient, vital nutrient for strong immune system and strong bones, along with five free AG1 travel packs with your first shipment. This means you'll have everything you need to take AG1 on the go and never miss a beat and your health routine. If a comprehensive solution is what you need from your supplement routine, then try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com work on your game. That's drinkag1.com slash work on your game. Check it out and let's unlock the power of AG1 for a healthier, happier you.